Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Colleen Kelly. Colleen is the founder of Kids Chemical Solutions. Colleen received her bachelor's in science and chemistry from the University of Richmond and her PhD in organometallic chemistry from Pennsylvania State University. Her teaching duties have spanned from graduate level courses all the way to elementary school courses. She is also the author of the MC Detective Agency, Chemical Solutions Required, a fun comic book series for kids ages eight and up. In this episode, we talk about how we can all have fun learning chemistry. Also, how kids who may have had trouble reading can have an easier time reading comic books. And lastly, how she makes learning chemistry fun and accessible. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Colleen has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us, what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners? Hi, it's great to be on your show, Bex. And yeah, I teach chemistry and I've been doing that for about 30 years. And if the word chemistry sends a chill up your spine, uh, you're not alone. You're with most people. And a fun fact about learning chemistry is that it's really not as hard as I think educators have made it out to be in the last, I don't know, 100 years. (laughs) And it's not as mysterious either. And I've been on a quest to make chemistry Uh, learning chemistry, accessible, understandable. And in that quest, what I realized is that learning chemistry is learning the language of symbols. And in that regard, it's much like learning music. So I think we need to take this mystery and veil of that it's only for smart people out of learning chemistry. And if we compartmentalize it with the same skill set that we use to learn music and understand musical notes and interpret musical notes and become fluent in music and really enjoy music, we'll have a better understanding of chemistry. So we also know with learning music that the best time to start humans learning musical symbols and learning how to read music and learning how to play music is when they're in their early elementary school days, like eight, nine, or 10-year-olds. And that comes with brain plasticity and neuroplasticity that they can comprehend then that subject matter. So what I've uncovered in my research is that we're better off teaching kids chemical symbols, meaning the periodic table, structures of molecules, when they're in that same age group and can interpret chemical symbols. So it's really important that instead of moving chemistry back, thinking it's a hard science or something that should be learned later in life, we actually need to move it up earlier so that we can onboard more people and have eventually have a better landscape for science education nationally. Oh my gosh, I agree with you. So I've taught chemistry right now. I teach physics and biology. But I remember teaching chemistry and being like, man, this is not as hard as people make it out to seem. I was like, it's actually pretty darn easy, you know? And I would literally teach my students to like reading the periodic table. I was like, it's like reading a book. Like it's kind of speaking to you, the periodic table. It tells you all different types of things. You just need to know the language. And I would teach them and they'd be like, oh my gosh, it isn't that hard. I'm like, I know, you know, (laughs) and I met someone else who said the same thing that you did. They said, if we teach our kids earlier, early on, 
like these sciences that are so called hard at an earlier age, imagine the discoveries that we can make when they become older because they're not waiting all these years. Like, like it could be like, they wait to like what, like till they're 16 years old. Imagine we teach them at around six or eight years old. That's, that's 10 years extra they have with yes. a young, fresh mind to be able to really discover things. So I completely agree with you. Oh my gosh. What inspired you to create this? So what I've created is um, in, in response to this overwhelming um, frustration with college students, I teach at the University of Arizona and I've te been teaching in higher ed for 30 years. And what I've have been frustrated with is college students who are brilliant and hard workers and have A's in every other class. And then they get to organic chemistry and it's a first class where they're just, you know, the wheels are coming off and they're, they're challenged and they're not getting the grade that they want. And they don't understand that the skill set that they had up until now is not working in organic chemistry. And that's where the music kind of alignment came for me because they can't see the symbols that I'm drawing on the board in one semester. You can't learn music in a semester. You can't learn, learn organic chemistry in a semester. So I started telling stories and to get these kids on board or students on board. So I started telling stories and over the years, the stories were sticking. And over the years, the students would remind me how much they enjoyed them and how much they remembered them. And so they my students encouraged me to publish these stories. I was trying to come up with a format to publish the stories. The only medium that kind of resonated with me because they were dialogue and action rich was a comic book. <laughs> anything else that was maybe like, you know, more of a textbook or anything else just wasn't resonating because they were, the, the characters were moving and there was, basically it was animation. So I learned the craft of writing comic books and developed a series of 10 comic books that scaffold the learning objectives found in a 100 level college chemistry course. So that was my inspiration was years of working in the field and just trying to develop something meaningful, robust that could connect to students ages eight to 108. So whenever you want to dive in, you could dive in. That is so cool. And I love the fact that you made it into a comic book. Like that yeah. must be amazing. You know, like kids must like eat that up. Yeah. I piloted the comic books right now in fourth, fifth grade classrooms here in Arizona and they love the stories. So what I, the joy I'm getting from teaching in the elementary school with my comic books is they're learning 49% chemistry and 51% literacy. So because this, the kids will read aloud to each other, they'll pick a character, they'll dive into the books. Bex, I, I don't offer the comic books in digital format. So what I'm seeing in the fourth grade classroom are comic books on the table and their noses are two inches away from them. Their, their little behinds are not even in the chairs because they're like up and over the tables with their belly on the table, crunched <laughs> over a comic book, wanting to dive in. And, and that body language just speaks to immersion in the story. So the literacy that's being developed along with the learning of chemistry is really magical and unexpected for me and a lot of fun. So they do really like the stories. I hear them laugh aloud, loud a lot. 
And so that means they're at least getting my jokes. That's great. (laughs) That is awesome. That's very creative. You know, it takes a lot to be able to take such a complex kind of type of science and bring it down to a, like a character. And I think that's probably one of the best ways. I know when I taught chemistry, that was my final project. They had to create a, a comic book character and pick an element and create like a persona, like use all the properties to make their, their, make their personality and how they reacted to things. And, and they had to choose like a name and it was really cool. A lot of my students really liked it and it really helped me understand if they understood, (laughs) like if they really got the gist of what chemistry is all about, you know, because it it really, it's, it's in our every single day life. And I think that for me, one of the most important things was when one of my students was like, chemistry is everywhere. I'm like, Oh, thank God you said that. You know, I was like, yes, it's everywhere. (laughs) So for um, sure. Yeah. How do your resources help with kids with potentially like uh, learning challenges? Great. So I think with the comic book format, the, illustrated sequence elevates reading level. So a student who may or may not be reading at level, whatever, I don't know what that would mean, but who would need help with reading has access to the story through that they can follow the images and then they can kind of see the action. So I think comic books are kind of almost like an animated series and almost like a book, but that kind of intersection between the two And that really is almost like someone's reading the story aloud to them because they can look at the bubbles, see what the characters are doing, discern what's happening in the bubbles. So in a lot of ways, the comic books kind of level the playing field for reading levels with across a classroom. Also, if they're reading to each other, what I've seen is the other students could be like, well, this is what's happening here and explain. And so their peer learning with the reading is also very helpful. So I think students who have challenges with reading or don't enjoy reading will enjoy this kind of reading. So it's not a typical kind of reading. It's a different format for reading. So I really do think that that's helpful. I also think it's helpful for you know students who tend to want to uh, learn by themselves a little bit more, so autonomous learners, because they can take a comic book and they were designed to be able to learn the subject matter without um, a teacher so they they are learner forward instead of teacher forward. So pacing can be at the student's pace. So if it was something that was used just as, you know, an at-home resource, a student can choose at their own pace, learn chemistry. You know, I feel like if my my husband's a big comic book junkie, like he has something like 2,000 comic books. And <laughs> That's counting. a lot. <laughs> yeah, he has a lot, a lot. <laughs> I feel like if something like this was out when he was going through chemistry, he would have really liked chemistry. My husband's really intelligent, but I think he he just didn't like school. Like he really, he was very adverse to school. And yeah, like, like a lot of kids are who are intelligent, just don't like being, you know, restrained really. And something like this, so creative would have really like helped him open his eyes to a whole world you know, of, of, I find chemistry exciting. Like I, 
I'm an, I guess I'm a little nerdy because I find balancing equations fun. Like I think on a Saturday right. morning, yeah. I like balancing equations. I, th- I think it's <laughs> exciting. I think it's challenging. And I'm like, Ooh, look what I can do. You know. So to me, those things are really awesome. But to my husband, he's like, Oh, what? this is terrible, you know, <laughs> but just something like this would have been amazing. Now, do you have like activities that go with each one of these comic books? Like, do you have like sins and things like that? Sort? Yeah, we have. Yeah. So the comic books are not just comic books. So I'm glad you asked that. We have an entire activity packet. So an activity packet includes puzzles. It includes games. It includes recipes because in each each comic book starts off with uh, one of the characters in the kitchen making something relevant. So it could be chocolate chip cookies. It could be creme brulee. It could be cheese fondue. So there's all kinds of stuff going on in the kitchen. So we've got those recipes. Then we have, we are developing actually some digital games. So we have some students, some college students working on development of digital games. We have a, an, a card game. Actually, I have it here. Literally, like it's like a, kind of like poker. Well, I don't know. You can see it. Ionic Ooze. So it's a little card game here. Ionic Ooze. And so there's a lot of things. There's kinesthetic movement in periodic table twister. You've got a big periodic table that's the size of a shower curtain. Play twister on that. So I have kids moving all the time. So there's all kinds of different things. There's And then there's also tidbits are called Tell Me Tenny for the element Tennessee, the new element. And in Tell Me Tenny, there's historical facts or fun facts that go along with the story. So if the first story is about the radium girls, so that a parent or teacher <laughs> wouldn't need to have to do a bunch of research in order to bring the students up to speed about the radium girls, I wrote in about the radium girls and there's some questions about that. So it really is theme because there's a lot of art and history also involved in the activity packets. So it, it's quite a bit. And there's also a teacher's guide at the beginning of the activity packets. That is so cool, man. I'm kind of like slightly jealous that kids are going to be able to learn chemistry like this. I've just, you know, the more and more I learn about the creativity of, you know, people who have just created some really amazing curriculum, I'm just like, dang it. And I had to be stuck in the public school. It's like, it's so frustrating. But anywho, you know, my children are going to be way more (laughs) advantaged. My gosh. So as we're wrapping up, I will put all of your actual, I'll I'll put all of your links and all of Mm -hmm. um, the ways I can connect with you. I'll put it in your show notes. But as we are wrapping up, what is one takeaway you want to leave with our listeners today? I would, I would encourage our listeners to embrace a beginner's mindset and really dive into learning chemistry again with your students. So if you are someone who had a horrible experience learning chemistry in high school or maybe even college and never wanted to see it again, maybe think this time would be different and open the comic books and learn joyfully alongside your child so that the two of you can look at chemistry from a new standpoint and something 
that's different and refreshing and fun. And you might find some things that you might have remembered, but didn't understand. And you, with the beginner's mindset, I think parents are also going to be enlightened. Teachers are going to be enlightened. And I would just want to encourage our audience to give it a try, (laughs) not to not to write chemistry off forever for the rest of their lives and just let their kids tell their kids this is something you also just have to get through. I want chemistry to have a rebranding. I want it to be the fun unit, the unit that has meaning and has fun stories and that everyone looks forward to. So that's what I want to leave with your audience. That is beautiful. I agree. Colleen, it was awesome having you on today. Thank you so much for just sharing your creativity, your wisdom, and all of your understanding. Yeah, you're welcome. It was great. Thank you. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.